you see that fucking this fucking tool uh dude on twitter i know this is a hot take but at what point do we declare Jordan Peele the best horror director of all time? Can you think of another horror director that had three great films, let alone three in a row? I can't. Okay. The first thing Jordan Peele, Jordan Peele comments on it and says, sir, please put the phone down. I beg you. <laughs> I love, that's fucking great. <laughs> he said, I love your enthusiasm, but I will not tolerate any John Carpenter slander. Oh, fuck. Well, I think that's how we start. You're listening to the Binge Media Podcast Network on BingeMedia.net. And now, Binge Views. Skip it, stream it, see it, Binge Views. I got nothing, man. It's time for Binge Views. Raw grilling Tetsy on some new Just win, baby. Welcome, everybody, to Binge Views. BingeMedia.net. It's your weekly look at new releases in theaters or wherever the hell you pirate your movies. I'm your host, Alex and Sierra, and I'm here with one Chadley Christopher. Hey, buddy. How's it going? Things are fucking great. Things are amazing. It's been, right now. It's been two months. It's not weekly. It's been two months since our last show. True. I like um, I like when uh, listening to podcasts, and then the host says one thing, and then the fucking co-host is like, "Nah, bro, we don't even do that." Bro. <laughs> Fuck, piece gotta, of shit. I gotta be honest with the people here, okay? The the last movie we did was Top Gun Maverick, but guess what? Hmm. It's still in theaters, and it's still in the top five, and it's the number nine highest grossing movie domestically of all time. So, you know, we took well, a little bit of summer break. Yeah, well, that's amazing on its own, right? Also, honesty is never the best policy in my book. So, mm, okay, okay. I think I'll, we I'll learn. I'll learn and be better. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But uh, mm-hmm. we, we're coming back with quite a few flicks today, so we're going to make the people happy. Hopefully, tide them over. But I think most of the the bigger there's only been really one wide release like every week, and uh, those have been touched on in the binge cast. So it's like, is there really a point in doing a show one week for minions? I'm probably not going to do that because I still haven't seen the movie. So, you know. You got to take it or leave it. I don't know what to tell you guys. Well, that's going to do it for binge views this week because <laughs> I was looking forward to a fucking Minions review. Well, tough like, shit, buddy. I've never I've never seen any of the Minions. I've seen Despicable Me 1, and that was it. So, where we're at. All right, dog. Give the, uh, give the people the roster of the films that we're going to talk about today. All right. So, we're going to do four movies. I thought we were going to do five, but I'm under embargo for one until next Monday. So, we're going to do Where the Crawdads Sing. Mm-hmm. which came out uh, last week, actually, theatrically. We're going to do Marcel the Shell with Shoes On. That is uh, expanding uh, each week. Mm-hmm. The Gray Man, which uh, has been in theaters for a week and uh, goes on Netflix well tomorrow, as if you're listening to this. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Jordan Peele's third directorial effort, Nope. So uh, I think we start with Crawdads because that's uh, the oldest of these movies. And uh, we go from there. What do you say? Meaning the demographic that's going to go see it? Well, that too, but uh, yeah, yeah. So this is. Uh, do you know anything about Crawdads? Where the Crawdads sing? I do actually. So my wife is a big fan of the book. Okay, really looking okay. forward to it. Um, mm-hmm. Told her mom a few months ago, like, oh, this is coming out. We should totally go see it. You know, take Very fucking nice. your sisters and stuff. And then mm-hmm. my wife goes on Facebook today and finds out that her mom was like, "Oh my god, me and my sister went to go see the Crawdads, best movie of the year." <laughs> My wife's oh. just like, all right, cool. <laughs> Thanks for that. Thanks for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, like, this apparently is one of the highest selling books of all time, right? It's like, holy shit. Well, yeah, it's, it came out in 2018. The big thing behind this is that Reese Witherspoon picked it up for a book club during the pandy. And mm. uh, I think that obviously vaulted it up, but it sold like 12 million copies or something. So. Yeah, it's okay. the adaptation of that, and uh, we've got first-time director Olivia Newman here. Relatively new cast. Daisy Edgar-Jones, she was in that movie Fresh with uh, Sebastian Stan earlier this year, and she was in Normal People. It's a, a Hulu show from 2020. Uh, my, uh, David Strathairn, probably the most well-known, and Garrett Dillahunt. And then we've got Taylor John Smith and Harris Dickinson rounding out the cast. This is... Um, Daisy Edgar-Jones plays uh, a character named Kaya, 
who she's like this resourceful girl who grows up in the the marshes uh, of North Carolina, I believe it is, or one of the Carolinas. Mm-hmm. And uh, little by little, her it's set in the fifties, and her family, her dad's an abusive dad. Her mom leaves, and little by little, the rest of her family leaves to get away from him, and then he eventually leaves, and so she's left in the marsh really by herself to fend for herself, and uh, she has to live at this house, and she's really on the outskirts of this town, and then uh, there's a, a, a young boy who she sees in the marshes a lot. She should be friends and teaches her how to read and write, and they fall in love. You can guess what happens there. And then there's a, a murder that happens a little bit. There's this movie's told through like a series of like flashbacks. So you get the little flashback of her as a young kid. And then a lot of this is taking place in a courtroom because she is the one who's accused of murdering this guy. Mm. And uh, yeah, the rest of it's set up as this, this murder mystery. They're trying to figure out who done it. So that's really the plot rundown here. Um, so it's super time jumpy. A little bit. Yeah. yeah. Not, not, not like super not crazy. Confusing. No, but it, it's it definitely does. And the um I, I don't know i i think i feel like this is uh one of those words like i i have not read the book i some people have i've heard refer to the book as gone girl-esque uh hmm. I, i've had the audiobook in my like on my audible thing that i've just haven't uh haven't uh had the i don't know i, I just haven't hit play i just can't do it i don't know I, there's something about it, i just don't want to do it <laughs> um so i didn't end up doing that i just went and watched the movie and i'm gonna say i'm never gonna read the book after watching this movie no fuck it, it is... just read uh gone girl again yeah there you go it's a good great book great movie mm-hmm. um i think a lot of it just doesn't work as a movie i think that's the problem here it, it feels really rushed and i don't know if that's the way the book feels as well but like mm-hmm. almost the, the, the la it feels like it's going to uh it feels like there's a lot left of the movie and they're like wrapping it up really quick in the last 10 to 15 minutes so it's like mm-hmm. jumping really quick so and i i laughed at the ending like i don't think you're supposed to do that uh it's supposed to be like this uh very profound twist or whatever and i didn't think that at all and i don't think that's really what's supposed to happen here the performances in this movie are fine it's no fault of the actors it's just the story and the way it translated to a movie i just don't think really works very well so Hmm. okay okay yeah well i like the cast cast Mm -hmm. seems cool Mm -hmm. i like eric dylan hunt i like fucking uh david straight straight david uh strahan it's mm-hmm. fucking really good. Michael Strahan's cousin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but we watched the trailer during di- dinner tonight. And, <clears throat> you know, I turned to my wife and I was like, you know, like there was nothing that really stood out in that trailer. Like it, it's yeah. not really all that dynamic. I didn't mm-hmm. really know or even care like what was going on. It looked yeah. like it was shot nice and everything. And she said, well, it's 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 a bad movie. It's a bad book to adapt because it's not like it's building to this crescendo or this huge climax or anything. So she's okay. a little – she obviously wants to see it because she loves the book so much. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, it, it, it almost seems like her uh, expectations are, like, tempered a little bit because of that. Okay, so maybe yeah, she, maybe she'll like this quite a bit then if she's if she's doing that. Because, yeah, people are like, oh, my God, favorite book, and then going. And, and like the, the women I know that have read the book um, – mm-hmm. Not to say this is only for women, but they they've liked the movie too. So take that for what it's worth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, nice. Yeah, I mean, for me, this is going to be a skip. It it's not really for me, and I didn't think it worked very well. But you know, if you've read the book, big fan, check it out. Maybe maybe I feel like the book's probably just better than this though, all around. So yeah, yeah, I'm sure they actually explore fucking where exactly the crowdads sing at. <laughs> it's true. Do they do crowdads sing? Is that a thing? Yeah, I don't think they do. in the fucking Carolinas they do. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Going American Idol or something. I don't fucking know. It's weird. Yeah. No. Skip. Skip. Crawdads. Not, not wow. great. Amazing. Mm, yeah. Okay. Let's uh, let's scene. do Marcel the Shell with shoes on. That uh. All right. It's been uh 500 runs the last few weeks. This week it's finally expanding into uh, a little more wide. So I think more people will be able to see this. Do you know anything about Marcel the Shell at all? I recognize the name. But, like, I couldn't place where it was from, so. Yeah, so this is based on a, it's a 2010 YouTube short. Uh, It's a three and a half minute video. Jenny Slate is playing Marcel, who's this uh, little, uh, little fucking seashell that Mm -hmm. can talk. And, uh, yeah, the YouTube video has, like, 32 million views. Um, This is actually an A24 movie. They picked it up uh, for distribution rights. PG. PG, I think it's only their third or fourth PG movie. Oh, really? Uh, I didn't know they did a couple other ones. 
Cool yeah, I think it was after Yang. That was earlier this year. Um, the Farewell. That's the movie from like 2019. It's actually mm-hmm. pretty good with uh, what's her name, Aquafina. That's actually a pretty good movie. But uh, yeah, this this is like a mockumentary documentary type film. He, the director of this movie is Dean Fleischer Camp, who directed the the original short. And he's playing the documentary filmmaker in this movie as well. So he moves into this Airbnb and uh, finds this seashell who can talk and has shoes. And uh, it's li- he's living there with his uh, grandma seashell. And mm-hmm. he just takes a liking to this seashell and uh, starts making this movie about him. And uploads like a five-minute YouTube video and America falls in love with him essentially. And uh, mm-hmm. gets on, you know, Conan and... All these people are loving him. They people start showing up to this house and taking selfies in front of it. This is Marcel's house and shit. Uh, and eventually, the shell is uh, you. You realize it's been separated from his family, and he's looking for his family. He wants to find the rest of his family that just disappeared, and it's just him and his grandma now. So the rest of the movie is really him on a search for that. And this movie is very much a fucking kids' movie. It is very. It's very like adorable and like sweet. It's the, the, the shell's pretty cute, but honestly, mm-hmm. for me, it kind of wore out its welcome after a while. Why is like, that? I just got kind of—I don't know—I just got kind of bored and tired of it. it, it I don't know. It, it only worked so much, I guess, in a short, and then like an hour and a half movie. It just kind of got boring for me mm. after a while. So a good bit, uh, but when you stretch out that bit, it's like kind of loses its punch. For me, at least, yeah. But uh, people are loving this, man. Like the crit- if you've looked at Rotten Tomatoes or IMDb, like critics' rating is like ninety nine, and then the user rating is like ninety nine as well. So I'm just apparently a dark, cynical asshole that just didn't love this movie by any means. But people or are you're fucking about- anti mollusk. Who knows? That's true. Yeah. Why didn't Fuck you ever bring shots. that up? You fucking landlocked <laughs> Kansas City asshole. That's right. Uh, but yeah, man, I. I just didn't. I didn't love this. I, I I won't ever watch this again. Wow. And yeah, it's it's fine. It's fine, and it's it's obviously obviously not really geared toward me. And I, but I mm. also don't know if kids are going to be all about this. Stop motion's fucking amazing. Like apparently this took like seven years to film all in because the it stop looks motion. So good, man. Oh, it's yeah. That that shit's fantastic. Filmmaking is all great on that. It's just mm-hmm. after a while the the story just got a little little long for me. But that's just me. I'm an asshole. So. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna go skip it on this as well. <laughs> what? The fucking I mean, hit of the year? Apparently, I'm a I'm an asshole. So Jesus, sorry. just just wasn't my thing. I, maybe I need to watch it in the right mindset, but I'm probably not gonna do that either. It's just it was fine. It was a fine movie, but meh meh on Marcel. Okay. Well, I was watch going... the YouTube video. <laughs> oh, it, it's better. All right. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm looking at Rotten Tomatoes. You're right. Ninety nine percent. Certified fresh, 93 audience score mm. is an 8.2 rating on IMDb, which I think for me is probably the highest. I didn't even know they went that high. Really? Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that it went over <laughs> fucking 6.4 because everything seems to be like 6.4. That's true. So yeah. I went on Rotten Tomatoes to see some of the critic reviews. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, 90, delightful, 99%, right? So you got to scroll through to see some negative ones. I found one. It says it's intermittently poignant and poetic with its thoughts on aging, mortality, contentedness, love and loss. But the humor, which ought to be its strongest component, isn't kept up with enough consistency to make the entirety of the picture engaging. Yeah, I can actually see that. I think I might have written that review. I don't know. Yeah. Says Chad Christian. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. I, I like that. Yeah. I think that, that... Yeah, because I think the, it was pretty funny in the first, like, 20 or so minutes. It was cute, charming, and then it just kind of didn't – I don't know. It just didn't work for me after that. So, whatever. Take it that what you will. So it's almost like – uh, it's hilarious. That was the one negative review on it, too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> These are all just one. like <laughs> – This is great. It's awesome. Um, mm-hmm. Now, is there going to be some comparisons to, like, Pixar just because this is outside of the Disney sphere – and it's obviously, you know, stop motion animation and things like that. But, you know, whimsical character. It's got fucking gym shoes on. Uh-huh. It's no, I don't, adorable. I don't, so. I don't think so, man. I think Pixar is kind of a dead brand at this point, right? The Disney's really done what it, it can to murder that brand altogether. Old Chapek. Bob, Bob Chapek. Uh, 
Yeah, it's just not what it once was, and I don't know if it's coming back, to be honest, theatrically either. So, I mean, mm. Lightyear fucking did not do anything, and they threw Soul, Luca, and Turning Red all up on there and made it a streaming uh, company, essentially. Right, so, right, right. That's yeah, I... I um, so they're not no longer, like, the benchmark or whatever. I would I would say absolutely not, no. Um, Law's probably reaching through the microphone trying to strangle me at that, but it, it kind of is what it is. Writing's on the wall there. I mean, <laughs> Disney Disney kind of did what it did, so... Well, they, to they be fair, to he'd have to listen to this, so... Oh, that's very true. <laughs> you're right. gonna pull this. You're gonna pull this exact clip for uh, the uh, the binge or whatever. The, exactly. Like, I'm gonna do fucking it. Asshole. I'm gonna fucking do it. Just shove it in his face. Wow, two skippets. This is nuts. The fuck so is far. going on? Let's see where we go, though. Let's sell. We got two left. All right, what do you let's got? Do the, let's do the gray man. Let's do that one. So yeah, this is. <laughs> I hate uh... the fucking name of this movie. Probably not all you're going to hate. Oh, spoiler. Well, um, I mean, we watched the trailer, right? We did fucking binge views homework. We watched all the trailers during dinner. Okay. Awesome. And, okay. Uh, you know, Ryan Gosling, my wife is a huge fan of his. And, yep. uh, you know, saw the Russo brothers on, on, you know, show up on the screen. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Fucking directed by the mm-hmm. Russo brothers. Really had to drive home, you know, what they did in their previous uh, iterations uh-huh. in the Marvel world. But, um,. <clears throat> You know, they ended, and I told, I, I looked at my wife, and I was like, if you just told me, hey, can you summarize what we just saw? I wouldn't be able to fucking tell you. <laughs> like, the gray, all right, see, he's the gray man. He's, like, the shadowy fucking uh, government mercenary, kind. Of, it seems like, and there's a fucking hit on him. Is that it? Did mm-hmm. I pick up everything? Pretty close, man. Pretty close. <laughs> what, can we just appreciate how fucking terrible that poster is, too? Like, it's just, like... Just, I mean, it's a Netflix movie, sure, but like, I don't. They just look horribly photoshopped back to back. Like, you got these two fucking oh my god, dudes. <laughs> it's, super... it's fucking terrible. Uh, also, why did <laughs> why are they continuing to use the fucking de aging technology on Chris <laughs> Evans? He looks amazing. Holy shit, dude! Fucking Netflix, man! Fucking Netflix. I just this is their most expensive movie of all time. Uh, this <laughs> really? is. Over two hundred million dollar budget. It's right. So I don't count Red Notice as a Netflix movie because it was a Universal title that they sold to Netflix. Uh, gotcha. and so they pretty much made that movie, and then you know whatever. It, so that is another two hundred million dollar budget movie. But this thing, yeah, they're trying to make this the next. They're, they're shot at a huge action franchise, right? Amid Netflix just purging subscribers and every the shareholders suing them and all this other shit. And then this fucking movie pops out. And so, yeah, this it had a week theatrical release, which is what Netflix does. They're, they're seven-day theatrical, so they can get, you know, awards consideration or yada, yada. We put our movies in theaters, but they don't do any marketing behind it, so no one knows it's in theaters for a week. So, yeah, that's yeah. why a lot of the big, big chains don't fucking play it. It makes no sense. It's just a dead house. So, yes, you, you, Gosling is ca- playing a character named Sierra Six. Okay. Um he is uh he's in jail at the beginning of this movie. Billy Bob shows up. He uh gives him kind of an ultimatum. He says, you know, we can get you out of jail, but you're gonna be working for the CIA. You're gonna be working in this uh hold on, in the gray area. Oh, oh no. So yeah, he hires him to do these one off jobs and he it, the movie opens with that and then picks up like ten, fifteen years later. And he's obviously a well-established character at this point, been doing this a while. And he realizes that the company he's working for might not be all that it seems. So the uh, the character of He Chris figures Evans that out is, now? Or at that moment? <laughs> well, on a certain job happens, yeah. Hmm. Um, he runs into somebody and it's like, whoa. So Chris Evans is playing this Lloyd Hansen character. And he's uh, got a really terrible mustache. He doesn't wear socks with his dress shoes and his capri pants and his slick back hair. And... Uh, he he's like this just raging psychopath former CIA agent who's hired to track this guy down because he's he he'll do whatever it takes doesn't care he'll kill kids he'll kill you know yeah. women he'll do whatever he almost seems like Ramona Flowers ex boyfriend but like with oh. a mustache you know like just super aggro fucking talking yeah, shit exactly. yep yep pretty pretty spot on yeah he's pretty fun in this like I would say he's probably the standout of this entire movie for me he's pretty just he knows what the what this movie is and and kind of what it what his character is mm. but 
Yeah, th- this thing just plays up into like every cliche action espionage spy movie you've seen in the last twenty years. Like it- it's trying to be a Bourne movie, but it's not nearly as good as the Bourne movies. It is it's a uh, boring movie. C- pretty, I was pretty bored throughout this movie. <laughs> um, the CG is really pretty brutal in a lot of spots. Uh, uh, that's kind of surprising, um, though. Yeah, it's I don't the fucking uh, Russo brothers. See. Th- Here's the thing: Are the Russo brothers good outside of Marvel? Like I don't know. They, they did, they did Civil War. They've done the two Avengers, of course. Great. Who's gonna fuck those up though? And then they did my least favorite movie of 2021, uh, Cherry with Tom uh, fucking Holland. That was mm-hmm. on Apple. Just fucking brutally bad. And uh, it's like that movie is trying to like play with like comedy with this former soldier that has ptsd and it's just fucking br- like i think i talked about that maybe was it a, it might have been a binge cast i reviewed that on there's a fucking butthole shot in that movie that is so egregiously bad like he's getting a physical in the military and the cameras zoomed from inside of his asshole like and you see the fucking doctor <laughs> so bad <laughs> it's so bad and like i fucking hated that movie but i didn't hate this movie the gray man but I don't know if they're great directors outside of that. What the like, fuck Marvel did they budget. do with the two hundred million dollars then? I paid the actors. I mean, this is a huge cast. Anna de Armas, fucking Billy Bob, Jessica yeah, Henwick is that, in man. this. Um, Danush, who's a very uh, he's a I think a, a Tamal uh, actor. He's very famous um, in, in that realm of uh, the country or not country the the world. Um, yeah, this this is just pretty generic. It's just so generic. That's the problem with it. It's just super. It's nothing you've never seen before. It's not even like a fun cat and mouse game between the two, really. Um, Gosling's fine, but it, mm-hmm. overall, it's just it's just very forgettable. Like I watched this actually like a month ago, and it, I've forgotten a lot of it. <laughs> I, I had to watch some fucking clips. Like, okay, yeah, I do remember that. I do remember that. But yeah, I, it just doesn't really do it for me. I, I'm not, not a fan of this this movie. So not at all, huh? No, no, I just I, even if it would, could have been like a fun, just it, almost like a Michael Bay, like stupid, like knows what it is. I feel like they almost take it too serious in some spots of this movie. So it's not enough comedy that leans in with it. And it, it, yeah, I, just dumb. Just Netflix. These fucking I, I don't know what is this going to really launch another franchise? Like what? what is it? The so. Gray Man franchise? Like, I, I don't know. I, I, gonna I don't see it. That's gonna be a good one. It. They keep on doing gray mans. That'd be fucking awesome. <laughs> Every year. Every year we get a good no, and next time it's gray with an E. It's not oh, gray. that'd be awesome. And they Switch they back. get fucking Liam Neeson in there. There Why you not? go. Or yeah, the, Liam Neeson with Gosling and they call it the Gray Men. There you go. Mm. There you go. Mm, love it. Yeah. Skip skip this one too. Don't 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 we're through we're 0 for three this week. Came back oh, and I'm being right. negative. All right. Okay. We we can salvage something here. The gray man. All right, gets greenlit for a sequel. Now we get a nice fucking little franchise in our hands. Mm-hmm. We got Liam Neeson. We got Liam Neeson on board so far. Who's directing? Now my first guess is Uwe Boll. I think we bring him back, or maybe we bring him back for the third one. I thought he was canceled. Wasn't he canceled? Yeah, we're gonna bring him back though, so they can cancel <laughs> okay. him again. They forgot. Okay. All right, they, they forgot like about it. him already. Yeah, that's a good call. Who should direct the, the, the sequel? Not the Russos. I don't fucking know, man. Maybe Jordan Peele. Maybe bring him in. Okay? That guy's maybe, amazing, maybe by the way. <laughs> I, that's what I've heard. Uh, yeah, I... I just... This movie just kind of makes me angry. Yeah. Why, why did this get a $200 million budget? Like, what, what the fuck? It's just fucking annoying. It's just Netflix for you, though. I, that's what they do. It is it's ridiculous, content, though, content. that it's a fucking $200 million budget, and you're talking about bad CGI, you know what I mean? And, like, mm-hmm. <clears throat> why are you fucking... Putting into your trailer, like, from the directors of Captain America Civil War and Mm -hmm. the Avengers. You know, like, they make a point of it. They don't show both of them, both of the titles on the screen at the same time. It's a boom. Go back to the movie. Boom. And (laughs) endgame, motherfuckers. (laughs) I just don't get it. Like, was it just on travel? They just spent most of it on travel? I mean, yeah, this the, this is a very global movie. There, I mean, some of the action, there's a ton of action set pieces. It's very nonstop action. Like, there's fucking train scenes and fight scene here, explosion here. You see, there's, like, a lot of, uh, I feel like there's a lot of... Um, Italian job kind of shit in there. Well, yeah, a lot of car scenes, but a lot of pins get taken out of grenades in a room, and then it's like, a, <laughs> uh-oh, what's going to happen? Jump out the window. <laughs> I love Bomb. that. Like, that uh, I feel like that happens, awesome. like, two or three times in this movie. <laughs> oh, I love tropes in bad movies. 
Oh, it makes me yeah. so fucking happy. Yeah, you've seen it. You've seen everything in this movie 4,000 times in other movies I, that are just better. I realized recently, I because I don't like watching movies anymore, mm-hmm. it's not – like I don't want to watch good movies. I just want to watch bad movies. <laughs> it's way more enjoyment seeing somebody fucking direct a bad movie. And Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, I love it so much. I don't want to see somebody's fucking artistic expression come to fruition right in front of my eyes. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> We see somebody's artistic fruition just fail right in front of my eyes. That's way more entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is this is also based off a book. I don't think he even mentioned that. Like, what? this has had a couple. Yeah, it's had a couple of iterations too. Like, I think James Gray was attached to this with Brad Pitt at one point. Um, I think Charlize Theron might have been attached in like a gender swap role at one point too. Ooh, nice. But yeah, I don't know why this is the thing that the Russo brothers were like clamoring to work on. Who knows? Maybe that's just easy fucking paycheck for them at this point. They've made three huge fucking movies, and they're like, all right. I mean, they made Yumi and Dupree and like did community episodes before the fucking Marvel movies. So, what can you do? But uh, skip the gray man. Don't fucking waste your time. Hmm. I, I just meh, meh, meh all around. The meh man. Wow, Christopher McQuarrie okay. attached to direct it in 2016, and it fell through. Okay, yeah, there's McQuarrie. There you go, another action director. Mm-hmm, Much better. Mm-hmm. Mission Impossible. Knows what the fuck he's doing. Exactly. Yeah, so. All right, cool. Three skippets. I'm sorry. We're, I'm being negative, but you know what? I got to be honest. Can't I blame Hollywood. Movies. Don't blame yourself. I mean, I'll blame you, but I also blame Hollywood, but don't blame yourself. Yeah, okay. Uh, let's get to Nope. Let's fucking do that. All right. So, where do you lie on the Jordan Peele filmography? You a big fan of Get Out and Us? Like both I, of them, I like them both. I remember fighting yeah. about us on uh, the Benchcast, and I don't know. I feel like I was the only one who liked that on, on really? the Benchcast. I thought yeah. Pete and Law might have liked it too, but yeah. I think Pete did, but at that time, it, uh, Ammon was on the show. Ah, uh, okay. So, perfect. Know. So, yeah, this is his third fucking movie. I, I actually revisited Get Out and Over and Us this week as well. How'd that go? In preparation. Uh, I think Get Out's the. F- Still a fantastic movie, man. I, nice. I yeah, I watched it a couple times that year that it came out, mm, a few times since, but yeah, it, it just holds up so well. Us, mm. I, I don't love us. I like us fine. I think there's a lot of plot holes though, for sure. Especially there's, with the absolutely, the yeah, stuff. yeah. And yeah. I, I mean, I like us a lot, and a lot of that has to do with a very certain moment at the towards the end of the movie with the sun. Okay. If you know uh-huh. what I'm talking about, yeah, yeah, yeah he figures it out. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. but a lot of plot holes, a lot of plot holes. I get it, but I was yeah. still a fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same. I still like the movie. I just don't love it. But this, yeah, I fucking he got a big butt. Double more. I think he's only had. Well, Get Out made like it was like four hundred four and a half million dollar budget, nominated for Oscars, and then Us was like maybe 40 this is like a sixty eight, sixty nine million dollar budget. Mm-hmm. So we got got a little bit more money and. um this is going to be hard to talk about. I'm not going to touch really hardly any spoiler. Like this is a very spoiler free review because you know this has got all the the acronym "Not of Planet Earth." That's the the big one that oh, everybody speculated okay. against since uh, the Super Bowl. Holy um, shit! Michael it, Wincott's in this. Yeah. Uh-huh. Holy fuck! <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I He's love playing, that dude. His name is Antlers Hoist. Is <laughs> his name in this movie? Of Hoist. course it is. It's Michael yeah, Wincott. He's, he's this. Yeah, he's the director. He's the director of, uh, and one of the, he's like a, a movie director in this. Nice. So this is, um, yeah, Daniel Kaluuya and uh, Kiki Palmer are playing OJ and M. Haywood, who are um, heirs to this uh, Hollywood uh, horse. Um, like they, they they wrangle horses on movie sets and stuff. Mm-hmm. They 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 do all of the um, the training and everything. And so they their father is Keith David. I don't know. See, I don't, have you watched? Did you watch the trailers for this as well? I mean, or? I've seen it before. I didn't. I didn't see it today. Okay, so the most recent trailer of this, I would say, if you've not seen, like people even listening, and you're going to plan on seeing this, don't fucking watch that trailer because it, it does give a lot of shit away. Okay. Um. So I'm not going to even talk on that. But so something happens at the beginning of this movie. They 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 see these cloud formations and. Uh, they're obviously wondering what the fuck's going on on this mm-hmm. ranch. It's very new to them. Um, we've got Stephen Young in this cast as well, who's playing a character named Ricky Park, and he is a uh, he, he owns this. It's like a 
it's like almost a town by itself, but it's a uh, a theme park that is dedicated to like spectacle and uh, it's very country set. But it's also Hollywood. It's like on the outskirts of Hollywood, so it's, so it's like Spawn Ranch very, or what? Yeah, pretty close. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, now, yeah, just like, take Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and put this ranch instead of the Spawn Ranch in there and see how that fucking changes the movie. <laughs> yeah, you can definitely do that. <laughs> um. And so, yeah, this is a really hard fucking movie to talk about. Um, eventually, some shenanigans ensue. They uh, they befriend a uh, a local fries worker. Uh, not really even befriended. Uh, this guy is one. Of, he's one of the standouts of the movie. His name's Brandon Perea. He's playing a character named Angel, and he's just he's just he's the really one of the comedic reliefs of this movie. And uh, he helps them set up like these cameras on their ranch to try to to catch what they think they see in the sky essentially and so that's why they hire the the direct uh the cinematographer uh that's wincott's character and they're they're trying to really figure out what's what's going on at this ranch and what in this this area that's really all i'm going to talk about that's that's the, the extent of the plot okay well um, i'm gonna say that this has a element of the oscar formula which is okay. it's a movie about it's not about movies, but it contain like the movie industry. You know what I mean? Hundred percent. Like a love letter to Hollywood. Yeah, yep. exactly, exactly. Yep, that's you're one hundred percent spot on. That's exactly what this is. Because there's, so there, I'm not gonna talk talk about it, but there's like there's like stuff within stuff in this. There's a fuck ton of layers to this movie. Obviously, it's nice. you know Jordan Peele's kind of known for his social commentary and is playing upon playing upon this and that and. He, I mean, and all the interviews he's talked about for this movie, he was saying like this is his real like love letter to Spielberg and like Signs, Close Encounters, Jaws, those type of movies. I will say flat out, go into this movie. This is not a horror movie, really at all. Like, okay, that, that was a big part of my problem with this movie. The first time I watched it was that I went into it expecting something, and it completely subverted that, and it was like, oh, okay. And it was no fault of but my own because you know I'm coming off of Get Out and Us. That's not this. This is a sci-fi. Um, very much a kind of adventure type movie with that aspect of it. Um, okay. Okay. The cinematography in this movie is fucking amazing, dude. Like, I know that's like the most film, ugh, film snob type thing to say, but like, uh, Hoyt Ivan Hoytema is the cinematographer. For this he's, <laughs> he started working with, uh, Nolan on interstellar. He's done okay. Dunkirk. He's done his lat tenant. Um, he's did like, uh, <laughs> Ad Astra. <laughs> What? I thought you were what? being like sarcastic. Oh, because you're coming off. Like, I know that's a fucking like uh, very pretentious <laughs> thing to say, you know, cinematography. <laughs> but no, actually, it was done by Hoity Van Hoity Hoity Toity. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Um, no, no. I mean, the two trailers that I saw of this, it just that's what really stood out. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, like it, there's a there's a, um, a lot of night scenes in this movie that mm -hmm. it's just the scales. Like it's it's crazy. It's really fucking impressive. Like the, the movie making on this is fucking great. Like that's what I was all saying. around. Great. Yeah, that's what I was going to say is actually the the because a lot, I think a lot of the trailer takes place at night mm -hmm. and it, it just really stood out like how I don't know, like how dynamic the colors were. Like yep, it just absolutely. like fucking popped, man. Yeah, like the dark blues with mm -hmm. Scott. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's great, fantastic. Um, all that's awesome. There's if you've seen the dancing tube men in the trailer and stuff too. Those have their own uh little uh part to play in this movie as well. That kind of goes on with what's going on in the sky. Mm -hmm. Um, my uh, this is very much like a commentary on like spectacle on how we view media on mm -hmm. trauma in a little bit. Um, is this present day? Yes. Yeah. It okay. is. Uh huh. Gotcha. Yeah. And it just, I just don't know if it quite sticks the landing. Mm -hmm. That's kind of where I'm at. I, I, I like the majority of this movie. I, I this is one that it, it ended and I'm like, I got to watch the movie again. Like I, I really need to see Like I just need to unpack that a little more and think about this more. Cause the more I thought about it, the more I liked it because I didn't love it after I first watched it, but it, it's, there's a lot to this movie and there's there's a certain like uh this movie opens with a certain scene that is i think that part of the movie is the best my favorite part of the movie and it, it kind of touches on that again it's it's a steven young's character um mm -hmm. as a child 
And then that storyline that happens with that is fucking amazing. It's fantastic. But I don't necessarily know what that has to do with the rest of the movie. And if that's just Peel kind of fucking with the audience's expectations of what they're going to get. Because, yeah, you think you, you go into the movie after seeing the trailer and then it opens with this other scene. It's it's very random, but it's it's fucking great. Uh, so, yeah, I, I just don't know if it quite sticks to Landy for me. But I like this movie overall. So... Okay. Do you have any questions other than what we talked about a little bit? A couple of questions here that I've highlighted in different colors. Um, (laughs) uh, So, Get Out was fucking amazing. I'm just trying to uh, wrap my head around this sticking the landing thing. Mm -hmm. Get Out was just like fucking great from beginning to end. You know, get the little bit of the what's going on. As the film progresses after the first act and whatnot. And I love how that wraps up. Us was different because you're presented with one thing, but there's kind of a reveal. And then Mm -hmm. once you know the reveal, uh, I guess you could consider that if you didn't like the movie, that it doesn't really stick to landing. But there were like plot holes throughout that. So that almost doesn't uh, like rate with... uh, You know, with with nope sticking the landing. So I'm I'm just trying to wrap my head around what sticking I the think, landing. It, so I it, think it, is it more of characters not ending up where you think they should have ended up, or the plot not going where you know no, what I'm saying? It's, it's not even that. It's 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 more. It's probably honestly more me. Like to be honest, it's it, it's because I was expecting I was expecting that like crazy twist or this you know, and that's probably no fault of my own, but. It, it, it just, I don't, I just don't want to spoil it. it just, it almost feels too, con- like almost conveni- convenient and too, um, too neat almost for me. Like the, the ending. Um, oh, it's, 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 it's wrapped up a little too nicely. Yeah. For me, at least okay. now, on first viewing, and I, I want to watch this again because if I'm going to go, I'm going to go like, Jesus Christ, I can't talk. I'm going to go into this movie the second time. With a uh, completely different, you know, knowing what it is and I'll probably pick up on and like, I'll probably like this more. I think this is going to be one of those movies that gets better with repeat viewings. Hmm. Um, okay. But yeah, I, I, I had overall a pretty good, great time with this. I still think Get Out is my favorite movie of his. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, I just think that movie really will stand the test of time. And, and I don't know, it's just, Kaluuya is so good at that like stoic like he, he he's such a good actor without saying a word Absolutely. like i mean even in like the black mirror episode that it's like, sure. his first thing like sure. he's fucking fantastic that's yeah, why people fucking loves him so much so there's that mm-hmm. black mirror episode. um originally supposed to be uh fat damon he was originally offered that role i believe uh, the kaluuya role uh-huh really? i believe so and then he had, he had to turn it down for killers of the flower he was either offered that role or the uh the young role but I'm, i think it was the the coolia role and then he kind of flipped it all uh, like kiki palmer in this is fucking amazing um really? the his sister she's she's like the the her and um uh, the brandon Pereira character i was talking about they're they're the comedic relief this is a lot more funny than his first two movies obviously us has, doesn't really have any humor in it for the most part but mm-hmm. this has quite a bit of humor in it oh. and uh just a fun, yeah, just a fun sci-fi spectacle of a movie is okay. what this is. So. All right. Um, I'm going to say see it. You're going to say see it? Yeah. All right. See, it. see that shit in the fucking theaters or, like mm-hmm. we said, wherever you pirate your shit. We don't condone that. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't condone what, what Alex is saying. Watch this in the fucking theater, you assholes. Okay. Or wherever you get your pirated shit. Go, if you uh, have to, go know. on fucking Tuesday. It's five bucks. It's it's the discount day. Five bucks at any of your theaters. Go fucking watch it, okay? <laughs> Not anymore. Inflation. It's seven bucks now. Uh, Spielberg. So uh, it was kind of like his love letter to Spielberg, you said? Absolutely. Absolutely. And what is – so I know he, he mentioned that. I'm, I'm trying to nail down like – so you mentioned like Close Encounters, Jaws. Is it the – is it that kind of like man on a mission thing or is it more like just a, like a good natured Spielberg atmosphere? Like what are we talking about with the Spielberg atmosphere show? more so for sure. Oh, okay. Yeah, the, 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 yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Cause I mean, this is the cast. It's not just one. It's not just Kaluuya. I mean, there's uh, the group of them are doing uh, the, the trying to capture what's going on here. So nice. Okay. So that, yeah, that makes a lot of sense for me. Talk about. Yeah, 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 I hear you. Um, mm-hmm. I think where I was going with that, like uh, Spielberg to me 
is all his characters are like super like fucking um what do you call it like uh affable you know what i mean like you would like Mm -hmm. to talk to them or hang out with them or they just like are 3d characters coming off the screen in a lot of ways definitely uh uh-huh so that seems like that's that's what's going on here now the second thing i wanted to ask i just took a fucking took a little fucking pmc peek at that runtime of two Mm -hmm. hours and 10 minutes Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. how do we feel about that I I think it could you could have trimmed you could have trimmed some off it, mm. it, you could have made this under two hours I think um, for like the message he's trying to get across or like the point he's trying yeah. to get across yeah I this my favorite part of this movie is that I'm talking about I just I really kind of want to know what that has to do with the rest of the movie that's really my biggest question if you end up watching it you'll know what I'm talking about instantly because there's kind of like a side side thing happening within this movie and that. <sighs> I don't. I don't think that should have been cut because, like I said, it's my favorite part of it. But I, I just I need to know. I don't. Know, I'm gonna keep doing some research and and some thinking about this. Uh, but I think yeah, they, they could have trimmed some 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 minutes off this for sure. All right. Yeah, okay. could have made it under two. Okay. The, the other two are. I think us is right under two. Get out to maybe like an hour forty. Okay. Yeah. That's that was my next question. Okay. So yeah. he's uh he's growing in runtime. That's right. right. And so I didn't even mention that the uh, the Oppenheimer trailer. Nolan's uh, mm-hmm. next movie is uh, attached. Trailer is attached to this movie. So the a full trailer? Exclu- yeah, I think it's like a minute and a half or whatever, but it's like the teaser trailer. But it's, yeah, it'll be theatrical exclusive, I think, for like a week, and then it'll, it'll probably go up on YouTube. But a, a, week, a year from today, July 21st, 2023, is when that comes out. Holy oh, shit. we're it. Uh-oh. So, yeah, um, that, that cast is like fucking insane. That's his first movie for Universal. Like, he left Warner mm-hmm. Brothers after all those years, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this is. Damn. Peel has a universal relationship. Obviously, all three of his movies have been through Universal, so now we got Nolan. So he, he requested specifically that trailer to play on this. So there you go. I can't wait Another to go, reason for you to watch it. I can't wait to go back to fucking Orlando and get some fucking nice Oppenheimer gear and have a, like a nice Oppenheimer hat. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I think go to fucking Universal Studios. It's I'm great. I'm I'm pretty positive that they've made. Uh, Actually, Pete might know this more. Obviously, he's a big diehard Universal guy. But I'm pretty sure at Universal Hollywood, they've made an exact uh, replica of the town in, like, the theme park. I was talking about Stephen Young's theme park, that, like, country. Oh, really? Um, oh, shit. Yeah, that you can go to and visit, I think. is is uh, Like, I saw an interview with Peel on that actual, like, set at Universal. So uh-huh. It's, oh, it's a real thing, at least. So that's, that's pretty cool. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, because yeah, we've been talking about, like, doing a Universal Hollywood thing. So Okay. Yeah, I haven't been uh, at Universal Studios Orlando since like '09, so it's been a long time for me. I, I was there when they were building Harry Potter World. There you go. It was like the fences were up, and there's a lot of construction being done. So nice. Well, next time you go, get a fucking Oppenheimer hat. <laughs> I, I will. I'll get an Oppenheimer fucking keychain shirt. All of it. Where do you rank Nope in the Jordan Peele oeuvre? <laughs> get out number one. I've seen us, you know, three, four, five times at oh, this okay. point, and so it's hard for me to say yeah, after one got, viewing yeah, the with anything of more plays with. That. Yeah, but I could definitely see this climbing us. I, I didn't, man. I, I didn't love us on this revisit this time. Like I just, mm. there was, I just, I was nitpicking. I mean, Tim Heidecker's in that movie, so I'm automatically it gets bonus points for that for me. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I can see this jumping us for sure. All right, but yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. So this is, if nothing else, I. I really appreciate Peel for creating original fucking content and new ass movies for us to fucking dissect and discuss and figure out what the fuck he's trying to say. So, yeah, I, I'm uh, I'm gonna say C nope, C nope. Not me, dude. I appreciate the big blockbuster CGI painted um, movies. That's my thing. Speaking Have of, you... did you see uh, Love and Thunder? I did. I did watch Love and Thunder. I yeah, we haven't we missed all those. I'm sorry. I haven't even watched. I haven't watched Jurassic World Dominion or Minions. Those are the two this summer all I've right, missed. So that's, that's now you're letting the people. So Love know. and Thunder. Yeah, I don't understand the discourse around this movie. It's really hilarious to me. Like, it's, what is it? I don't know what it is. It, uh, people are just like it fucking sucks. I fucking hate it. Oh, it's trash. I'm like, it's it's so similar to Ragnarok. And like, I guess if you hate Ragnarok, you'll hate it. But like, it's. Mm-hmm. 
it leans in. It's Taika Waititi. He leans into the comedy. It's way more comedic. I guess people that. Oh, want, yes, yes. I, that does remind me. That yeah, remind people me. that want their fucking movie about gods and superheroes to be realistic. Super serious. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what I saw. So there's somebody <laughs> so I follow. Uh, I guess we follow each other on Instagram. And he was just like trashing fucking Love and Thunder. And I'm like, okay. So, like, it, just in my mind. Not that, like, if you're a comic book um, aficionado, you got to like every comic book movie. That's not what I'm saying. It's more of just sure. like, oh, shit. I thought Thor, Love and Thunder, like, everybody – it's just my ignorance. I just think everybody's fucking looking forward to it because it's it it's an established franchise. Everybody loved – as far as I know, like, everybody loved Ragnarok. I fucking loved Ragnarok. And that was, like, mm-hmm. at that point, the only Thor movie I'd seen. I didn't see the first two. Oh, it's and, the best one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, this is awesome. Like, we could actually have fun in a fucking comic book movie. And not just because people fucking, they, you know, they're in their fucking uh, outfits or whatever. I don't know, their costumes yeah. and shit. Um, <laughs> like that, clothes, th- you know, that doesn't automatically scream fun to me. Like, fun to me mm-hmm. is like dialogue and situations and things like that. Yep. And this this person was like just fucking trashing it it's like i don't it, and i kind of get his point his whole point was i don't like when directors come into basically established franchises and shit all over it and shit all over the fan base and of course he brought up um you know the star wars sequels mm-hmm. you know the seven through nine sure um because i know people had a fucking and he was another person that had another uh, gripe about that, or that was another franchise he had a gripe about. Mm-hmm. So, like, I kind of get that in one aspect, but like, you just have to ask you, like, what are you holding on to at this point? Like, it's yeah. a different interpreta- interpretation, and um, basically, it's a fucking money machine. They don't care about like the artistic integrity or what the integrity of the original uh, message or character was about. Like, it's just a fucking it's like ATM at this point. Yep. So. Fucking get over it. I don't know. Like, it, I don't understand it either, I guess is what I'm saying. It's, dude, I, I really don't. I I think Ragnarok is a better movie than Love and Thunder. I'm, I think, yeah, I still think that's a better movie, and I think it's more funny, but this, it just leans into that. I think Bale's a great villain in this movie. I think he's fantastic. Like, the scenes with him are amazing. If anything, I wish there was more of him. Like, and I think, dude, I, like you, I thought everybody loved Ragnarok, but like, on film Twitter and all that shit, for what mm-hmm. it's worth. People are, yeah, people fucking hate it. Like, there's like, oh, fuck that movie. It's, uh. And there's a specific scene on YouTube. It's him and uh, it's Taika and Tessa Thompson that are, like, breaking down a scene for, like, Vanity Fair or something. Mm. And they're mentioning, like, oh, the crew or whoever uh, forgot to, like, take this take this scene out of the, the movie. Oh, whatever. And so then it, like, flipped, like, Taika's, like, mocking the crew and this guy's an asshole. And it's like, dude, this guy, like, he literally just doesn't take things serious. Like, it's kind of his shtick in the, like, the media and the public and stuff. Yeah, like, no what shit. the fuck? Yeah. It, 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 it was, people are just at, like, I just, I'm so over film fans of a certain Same. aspect. They're just so fucking <laughs> stupid. It's Same. Really just, it's the fanboy shit, I mean, man. It's just well, like, fuck off, dude. I, I do so agree stupid. with you. Except for the five people that listen to this program and the Binge Media Network as a whole. No. I love those people. Though you Correct. guys are not that you guys are very special snowflakes and we love you guys. You're <laughs> all individual and unique in your own very special ways. We're talking about those other assholes over there. No, it's it's the entitled Star Wars like fanboy bullshit. Like it's it's that shit that I like whatever. I will always love movies. I still love movies. You I don't you might hate them now. I still love them. Um but yeah, the, it's just I have no time for it. Like fuck off. Like uh, I'm not the diehard Marvel fan anyway. Like right. I thought I don't I don't know if I'm ever going to revisit Love and Thunder. I probably will, but it's like it's not it's not going to be in my top ten of the year. Mm. But it was completely fine. It was a funny movie, and that's kind of where I'm at with it. I I, I I really don't understand the discourse around it. It's pretty funny to me. But well, yeah, it, it it's also it interesting because if you went back thirty years, twenty five years or whatever, <sighs> and you're like, all right, uh, I would love to see an amazing fucking Spider-Man movie. I would love mm-hmm. to see an amazing fucking Thor movie or whatever. Because, yep. you know, you're just left with the remnants of past Thor and Spider-Man. I mean, it's just examples, whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. You're left with the remnants of, like, bad productions, right? So you're like, oh, my God, I wish they would just make them. And then they do. 
And yep. th- like these movies have some of the most amazing actors of fucking all time, like literal Academy Award winning actors in it. And it's not enough yep. for these fucking people. <laughs> and it makes me fucking nuts. Yeah. I <laughs> just as a side story, uh, you know, talking about like how I don't fucking watch movies or I hate movies now, which is like only partially true. Um, <laughs> so we're rec- we're recording the benchcast, or I'm going to be on the benchcast this week, and you know I'm going with talking with Law about like the movies and shit, and he's like, oh, I'm also watching this movie, and I'm just like, they keep on making these, they keep on making movies, and that, it wasn't even like a specific franchise. Or I'm like, they just keep on making them, huh? Mm-hmm. Literally had that thought, and I'm just like, oh my god, what are you doing? Shut up. Well, yeah. the funny thing too is like Thor: Love and Thunder is a bomb. It's whatever it it opened 144 million, which is like the number three highest grossing opening this year, and it's just like and it's gonna it's on pace to make more than Ragnarok, but because there's the discourse around, it, I think the Rotten Tomato oh, score God. is not great or whatever, and so it's a it's a bomb. It's terrible. Fuck it's that sad. movie. It's terrible. Yeah, it's made uh 250 million dollars uh, mm-hmm. so far domestically. It's a fucking total bomb though. Fucking total. Fuck, fuck right, yeah. right, right, right. Fuck, fuck off. Please. Uh, no, but they'll only it. use that argument like to further whatever uh, point that they have. Like they'll use the box office. Like, well, it made this much money. Like, how is it a fucking not a success? If it, you know, how is it not a good movie? It made this much money. But if it, you know, like they don't agree with the movie, then it's like, see, see, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, like even going back Bond. to your point, like how so the amazing spider-man specifically like those garfield movies came out mm-hmm. fans just shit all fuck those i fucking hate him i fucking hate him then this motherfucker shows up in no way home and now there's a whole legion of fans we want our third amazing spider-man with fucking andrew garfield mm-hmm. now it's like dude, like what you didn't support those movies when they were out you fucking right. hated them and exactly. now now because this like get, get the fuck out of here go fuck yourself oh. like, yeah i got no time for it this makes me Dude, I, I grew up reading comic books, loving sure. comic books, and yeah. those fucking assholes make me, like, I don't know. I, I got no time for it. That's why I'm, like, I almost feel like uh, they make me not want to like those movies, but I'm not, I'm not going to be that asshole, but I still Oh, I yeah. will. <laughs> well, yeah, I know you will. But... but I'll watch them five years later and look around and go, hey, who wants to talk about Ragnarok? Huh? Huh? Hey, I know for a fact you and I watched Shang-Chi together, okay? We held hands. It was great. It was a touching moment. So I don't remember. We that. watched one Marvel movie together. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. When the fucking kid kept on walking back and forth, fucking son of a bitch. That's right. That's right. I forgot fucking about asshole. That. I'm like, this is why I don't go to fucking <laughs> movies on Saturdays. Have you watched Top Gun yet? <clears throat> I have actually. Yeah. Oh, you did watch it. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Me and Liz watched it. Um, great time. Good time. Nice. Love yeah, I don't think. I don't think we've talked since then. It was after I, I visited. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah! There you go. I mean, we've. We've got, we're heading into uh, so yeah. Next week we can talk about we got uh, Vengeance comes out. It's BJ Novak's directorial movie. Oh, I thought um, we were we were doing that. Oh, that's the one. Yeah, that's the embargo. It's a, it's a, gotcha, gotcha. It's the one. Yeah, it's under embargo until Monday. Um, there's that, and then we get DC League of Super Pets is next week, so we can do a show on that. <laughs> Fucking animated movie with The Rock and Kevin Hart. Nice. Um, going into August, we got Bullet Train, the new David Leach, uh, Brad Pitt movie. <laughs> Dude. Um, it, Okay, so uh, that movie, Bullet Train. Weird mm-hmm. that those fucking Sandra Bullock and Brad Pitt were in was the fucking uh, Romancing the Lost Stone. City. Fucking, Lost yeah, City. Lost City. Yep. Uh-huh. And uh, also, yeah, love Brad Pitt in that movie yep. because of, you know, uh, things. Yep, yep. It, it seems like a fucking, <laughs> like a natural progression from that movie to this movie. It seems like they just literally walked to the next studio lot yeah right next to it you know what i mean like it's fucking Uh bizarre to me yeah definitely yeah it's it's pretty funny i i think that looks that's another movie if you've not seen the most recent trailer fucking avoid it like there's a trailer it just gives everything like a lot of the plot of the movie away so just Mm. avoid that but yeah i think that looks really fun uh it's got a huge cast fucking taylor johnson and yeah then there's a new a24 bodies 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 horror movie in august August starts to slow down for sure a little bit. I mean, like it always does. Sure. If there's any sign that we're back to, you know, pre pre COVID stuff, it's that uh, we're hitting into August and September of uh, the dump months. Dump months, time, yeah, yeah, quote unquote yeah. normal season. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's there's a movie called Beast with Idris Elba, and uh, there's like a he's in the jungle with Charlton Copley, and there's a fucking like lion hunting him and his family. What uh, is it? Is it funny yep. or? 
because that's no, it's a, it's a, it's a straight like a rated R. Uh, it looks like fucking you know Jaws in the desert with a fucking lion chasing <laughs> chasing him and his kids. What if it's fucking uh, Mr. Beast chasing fucking Idris Elba and Charlotte Copley? Well, it might be actually. It's like I only want to give you a hundred thousand dollars to take this ring. It's like okay, thirty million views for hours. Great. Yeah. Yep. Uh, E.T.'s getting an IMAX release in August. We're, really? Uh, Anything yeah. new in it? or? I don't know. I don't think so. I think it's just an IMAX exclusive. I'll check that release. shit out. Uh, George Miller's got a new movie in August with Idris Elba. He's playing a genie in uh, it's Kate Blanchett called 3,000 Years What a fucking Longing. weird trailer that was. Oh, my God. It's so weird, but it's George Miller, so I'm intrigued. The guy that fucking made Babe know, and man. Happy Feet and Mad Max, and you fucking coming out with this it's shit. Yeah. Bizarre. It's such a fucking weird, like, I don't know. There's these weird fucking sexual overtones, and then, like, all of the effects look just bizarre. I yeah. I weirdly want to see it. It doesn't make any fucking sense to me, but I kind of want to see it. Same. Yeah, I'm intrigued. Yeah. Uh... September's full of like Spider-Man No Way Home, the more stun f- more fun stuff re-release. There's the Avatar re-release coming up in anticipation for the second one. There's a yeah, did you seen the trailer for the Bowie movie, Moon Age Daydream yet? Uh, I don't think so. No, I think Jack sent that to me, but I didn't watch it. Yeah, it's it's I'll getting an IMAX it. release. They showed a bunch of that stuff at CinemaCon mm-hmm. that kind of landed like a wet fart <laughs> with uh, that crowd. Yeah. Because it was like, what is this? What this weird uh, fucking psychedelic Bowie documentary that's not really a documentary? Like there's like music videos and his live performances and stuff. It's yeah, it's it seems pretty cool. So yeah, there's mm. there's some fun stuff, but yeah, it's nothing nothing crazy big. But those will probably be like my, you know my two favorite months of the year with weird ass releases. There's some weird uh, weird little indie shit that we'll review. We'll get back to a weekly show though. We'll get we'll get this going. We'll pop it out. Oh boy. Even if it's like twenty minutes, so I think I gotta fucking watch some shit then. God God I mean, you just ask the questions, right? You don't have to actually talk on them, you know. It's fine. It's my favorite part of it, actually. It's pretty great. Perfect. Perfect. Oh shit! But, I wanna... um... Oh, it's an IMAX. This uh, Moon Age Daydream. Mm-hmm. Dude, I yep. can watch this. Yeah. Some. Uh, oh, some that's why. Did... Yeah, Brett Morgan. He did. Uh... Oh shit! He did kids. Kid stays in the picture too. Yep. Yeah. And uh, the Cobain uh, montage of Heck. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, I actually like montage of Heck a lot. Oh, he did so, June seventeenth, nineteen ninety four, the thirty for thirty documentary. That was good oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, I didn't realize that. Yeah, that was a good one. This dude. Yeah, he's this uh... fucking kids. Oh, I'm playing with us. Oh boy. All right. Well, that was an amazing return. From a brief hiatus of binge views on BingeMedia.net. I thought so, at least. Yeah, and maybe we'll... Tickled my fancy. Re-intro um, the next binge views with our weekly look, and not fucking maybe I won't get corrected by my co-host. How about that? Fucking you son know, of a bitch. We took a two-month hiatus. We're back. We're better than ever. I'm All sorry. Right. We'll get it going. Let's do it. Let's go. We'll, I'll, we'll we'll say weekly, and I'll we'll stick to it. We've got we got at least one release every week for the next fucking end of the year. So at least one, and then if you could think of any other ideas, we'll fucking throw them in binge views. That's right, man. We could we could always do like a. They could be, you could do like a new stream it thing. Like you could do you could do uh, stream it's right. You could do uh, new release streaming only, and then your rating could be skip it. Uh, see it, and then if it was possible, and this actually got a re-release in theaters, I would see it in theaters. Now we'll have to come up with like a more condensed and concise review name for that, though. That's the thing. I like it. I like it. We can play with it. Play with it a little bit. Good. We can also do a fucking like half year wrap up, or you know, this type of thing. We could, yeah, we can, we can tweak binge. I, I've talked to you about this though. Reviewing new movies is fucking so hard by yourself. Just having someone ask you questions. It's, you yeah, know, it's, it's not the easiest. You know, trying to avoid spoilers and shit. Don't love it. Don't love it. But we'll get. We'll figure it out. We'll get it. We'll get. Well, well, the good thing is that it, this is this show is only four years in the making. So eventually we'll figure it out. So 
It's uh, it's actually five years, bro. Okay, okay. August of seven. Yeah, right. August of seventeen okay. uh, was when we started this show. Then maybe um, we so. maybe, maybe you should figure out how to review a fucking movie nobody else has seen. Okay, <laughs> God damn it! Dare you? All right, it's you had to make me say it. I was trying to be nice. <laughs> Uh, I'm kidding, of course. Um, thank you, everybody, for tuning in to Binge Views. Patreon.com slash Binge Media. Five bucks a month. Get you the full binge. Now, what is the full binge? The full binge is everything after we record a regular binge cast, which is our flagship on Mondays. So we usually record a game, a commentary, anything like that. Get an additional two and a half hours or so of content. Five bucks a month. That's what you get. So I don't want to hear any shit. I don't even know who I'm Beautiful. talking to. I don't know who I'm talking to anymore. Am I talking to the audience? Am I talking to you? Am I talking to fucking my subconscious or what? I'm know. on staff and I pay $5 a month. So, you know, there's no reason the fucking listeners can't. So just saying. Just saying. Well, good. Well, maybe I'll expense that back to you. Just got to. <laughs> maybe we'll figure out. Perfect. <laughs> We'll figure out how to fucking cut out the middleman at some point. It seems really <laughs> difficult right now. Beautiful. All right, everybody. Thank you for joining us on Binge Views. We will see you next week with some fresh reviews. Uh, until next time, see you. See you. You've been listening to the Binge Media Podcast Network at BingeMedia.net. Support the show by donating on Patreon at Patreon.com slash BingeMedia. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And don't forget... Shut up! I'm waiting. I'm alive.